Let's turn our Bibles to Luke's Gospel, chapter 5 and verse 17. Luke's Gospel, chapter 5 and verse number 17. The Bible says, One day as he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law who had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem were sitting there. And the power of the Lord was present for him to heal the sick. The Bible says that the power of the Lord was present for him to heal the sick. And you know what happened there? While this paralytic man was lying there, some men came carrying a paralytic on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees, the teachers of the law, began thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemously? Who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew that they were thinking what they were thinking and asked, why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? But that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralyzed man, I tell, up, I tell you get up, take up your mat and go home. And immediately stood up in front of them, take, took what he had been lying on, went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave thanks to praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, we have seen remarkable things today. Jesus heals this paralyzed man. We all know the story. If you read through this passage, you know that Jesus healed him. But looking at this uh, passage, you find that the power of the Lord was present for Jesus to heal this paralyzed man. The, present, the, the presence of God and the power of God cannot be separated from one another. The presence of God and the power of God cannot be separated. Wherever God is present, wherever the presence of the Lord is, there his power is also present and there his power is present to, uh, and available to be manifested. Hallelujah. You and I can see the manifestation of the power of God when a sick person gets well. You and I can see the manifestation of the power of God when a miracle happens, when something which is impossible is made possible, you see the power of God manifest. Hallelujah. And that is when the presence of God is there. When the presence of God is right there, wherever you are, it might be in your home, it might be at school, it might be on the road, it might be at a workplace, it might be in the house of God, wherever it is, wherever you are in the presence of God, and the presence of God is always with you, you can experience His power to heal and His miracle working power anytime, anywhere. Hallelujah. Isn't that good news to us this morning? This morning we're going to be looking at healing which is a manifestation of the kingdom of God or the kingdom reality. One of the kingdom realities is healing. Hallelujah. If you say you're born again, you're, you're a child of God, you've been saved, you've been washed by the blood of Jesus. Healing is a kingdom reality that you can experience. Healing is a kingdom reality that can be manifested through you. Amen. It's not just you experiencing it, but something that can happen through your life as well because you are a kingdom person. And Jesus came in assuring the kingdom of God. And the kingdom was present there. His kingdom began right from the creation of the world and even before the creation of the world. 
and for him to create a kingdom of priests he called a, a man he chose a man at abraham and then from him made him into a kingdom and and that kingdom was called as a kingdom of priests we read that in exodus 19 verse 6 we're not going to that right now but what i'm talking about is a kingdom of god that began not just after jesus came in and talked about the kingdom or it was not just because when uh, john the baptist came announcing that the kingdom of god is at hand but it was you know even right from the beginning god's ancient plan was for him to create a kingdom where he will be their king hallelujah amen a kingdom has a king and god himself was their king but then at the time of saul the people of israel rejected god as king and they said we want a king like the nations of the world and so god handed them over to their desires and said you want a king like the kingdoms of the world here you go have saul and then Saul was not someone who obeyed him he disobeyed him he displeased him and so god said i will make for myself a king who will be after my own heart and establish a man called david who came after saul and then you see the kingdom of god manifested you know in might and power through the people of israel you see all through you know the deliverance in egypt from egypt you you see that through the plagues you see that through the crossing of the red sea you see that through the fire of god that elijah brings you know you see you know mighty miracles that are happening all through and god is revealing himself through the people of israel a kingdom you know which he created for himself where he was king and then the uh, the in the person of jesus came the full blown revelation of the kingdom of god when jesus came into this world and he came announcing the kingdom he was not just announcing the kingdom by word of mouth but he also manifested the realities of the kingdom amen hallelujah and thereby you know revealing you know to the people you know at that time to the people of israel primarily and then through them for the nations of the world to know that jesus is a messiah jesus is a savior jesus is a king he comes demonstrating the power of the kingdom by healing and signs and wonders by casting out demons by raising the dead he demonstrates the kingdom hallelujah and so th- when paul talks about the kingdom he says you know the kingdom of god is not just a matter of talk you know he says you know i did not just come to you speaking with wise and persuasive words but with a demonstration of the spirit's power again bringing in the effects of the kingdom or the reality of the kingdom amen hallelujah and today for you and for me you and i who are in the kingdom of god healing is a real you know experience a reality that you can experience Hallelujah. And so it's not just something that we passively pray about. It's not something that we just think and ponder and see oh how I wish, you know, I could be healed, how I wish that someone can be healed. But this is a kingdom reality that anybody can experience and everyone can experience. Hallelujah. And you will experience if you are in the kingdom, you will experience the realities of the kingdom. And here the kingdom has been ushered in but we are waiting for the kingdom to be consummated when Jesus will come again and take his body his church to be with him forever and ever where the old order of things will pass away and all things will become new amen that will be the full expression uh, or the fullness of the kingdom where we will live in his kingdom itself hallelujah and we along with him will reign and rule in his kingdom amen 
hallelujah until then but he has given us this privilege to experience the reality of the kingdom of god and that is healing one of the realities of the kingdom is healing and we're going to be talking a little bit about this uh, manifestation of this of the kingdom of god in healing a little more now kingdom is not just some kind of a rare commodity or some kind of a thing that happens by chance or something that is uh, that is only you know the privilege of some very uh, very gifted people this is not some you know special privilege that god gives for some privileged people but this is a reality that is uh, you know given uh, for anyone who is in the kingdom of god amen hallelujah this is something that is not uh, that we don't look to or look uh, uh, to receive from somebody who is gifted in the area of you know uh, praying for miracles and praying for healing and where they gifted in the gift of healing but this is a reality that is for every child of god amen hallelujah if you are in the kingdom healing is something that you can and will experience amen because a supernatural power of god is present wherever he is present and looking uh, looking at what this kingdom reality is all about let's move on further to look at it in matthew's gospel chapter 12 matthew's gospel chapter 12 and verses 22 to 28 Matthew 12:22 to 28 Then they brought him a demon possessed man who was blind and mute and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see All the people were astonished and could and said could this be the son of David You see the moment Jesus did a miracle you know cast out the demon and and they were able to talk and see immediately they said could this be the son of David could this be the messiah whom we've been waiting for you know but when the pharisees heard this they said it's only by bilzebub the prince of demons that this fellow drives out demons jesus knew their thoughts and said to them every kingdom and divided against itself will be ruined and every city or household divided against itself will not stand if satan drives out satan if he is divided against himself how then can his kingdom stand but if i drive out demons by bilzebub by then by whom do your people drive them out so then they will be your judges but if i drive out demons by the spirit of god then the kingdom of god has come upon you what did he finish by saying in verse 28 if i drive out demons by the spirit of god then the kingdom of god has come upon you the manifestation of the power of god in healing and signs and wonders and miracles in the casting of demons and the demonstration of the spirit's power is all an expression of the kingdom of god that god is ruling and reigning over people's lives and and people will come to know that he is a king of kings he is a lord of lords that this is the kingdom of god that there is power in the kingdom of god and by that they will enter the kingdom of god Amen. Hallelujah. That's the purpose of why Jesus is doing these miracles. And also he did this as much as we see him doing all these signs and wonders and healings and miracles as a demonstration of the kingdom of God and for people to come into his kingdom to recognize that he is a king and he is a messiah that this is a kingdom of God in order for him to showcase he's doing all of this. but also in order for prophecies to be fulfilled if you look at matthew's gospel chapter 8 and verses 16 and 17 matthew 8 16 17 when evening came many who were demon possessed were brought to him and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick 
This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. Jesus death on the cross not only saved us from sin but also paid the price for the for the healing of our sicknesses. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that's why, you know, as a fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah, Jesus is demonstrating the kingdom power by healing the sick. Everybody who came, all of them were healed. All the sick were healed. Amen. His he's not a partial God who chooses, you know, to heal some and who will not heal others. It is not that he loves a few and he hates others. It's not that he only will heal Christians and will not heal somebody who does not believe in Jesus. In fact, healings were more taking place among those who did not believe in Jesus. Amen. That's also a true reality even today. It it happens more, you know, in many uh in many lives where people who do not even know Christ get healed. They don't even have the faith to believe for healing, but they get healed. Amen. You know, so God is demonstrating his kingdom and the kingdom is being assured in, and the kingdom, you know, is opened up by the demonstration of healing and by that people come into his kingdom. And here the prophecies were fulfilled as the as as it was prophesied as it was as it was told by Isaiah through the healing and signs and wonders and also if you look at chapter 12 and verses 15 to 17 aware of this jesus withdrew from that place many followed him and he healed all their sick matthew 12:15 verse 16 warning them not to tell who he was you know this was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet isaiah and the prophecy is there from 18 to 21 the kingdom manifesting through the person of the king jesus was to you know uh, fulfill the prophecies that were prophesied by the prophets of old and also you go on to see that these uh, that these were uh, signs to show to the people that jesus had the authority to forgive sins he did these healing miracles so that they by that they know that he is a messiah that he has the authority to forgive sins because they were questioning how do you have the authority to forgive sins who are you to forgive us who are you to forgive that sinner who gave you that authority it is only god who can forgive sins but they were not seeing jesus as god he was like any other human being walking down this earth like you and i just like any other jewish young man you know when he died um he was 33 and a half years old and he was when he came into public ministry he was 30 year 30 years old and so he was a young man a jewish young person you know here doing all these signs and wonders and miracles and he's speaking like god and they are all amused they are all frowning at him you know we are all all these you know religious heads and leaders and we come from the ancient traditions of moses and abraham and who are you coming here and talking to us and teaching everybody and crowds are following you and they were really you know very disturbed and troubled by this whole phenomena of what was happening through jesus and so for them to know that he is a son of god that he has the authority to forgive sins jesus did signs and wonders and miracles you read that in matthew in mark's gospel chapter 2 mark's gospel chapter number 2 and verses 10 to 12 you know the same paralytic man story that we already read but we're reading mark's account here in verses 10 to 12 
but that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins he said to the paralytic i tell you get up take your mat and go home you know he f- he forgave his sin and then healed them and he asked them the question which is more easier to do verse 9 to say to the paralytic your sins are forgiven or to say get up take your mat and walk anybody who is uh who's walking with god who has a grace who has a gift of healing can pronounce a healing but a human being does not have the authority to forgive sins yes we can forgive the wrong doing of somebody who has done who has done some offense to us where we forgive that person for the particular offense that they have done against us but we don't have the authority to forgive somebody else's sin and grant them the gift of eternal life amen hallelujah we don't have that authority but it is jesus who has that power and authority and for him to demonstrate that he has the authority to forgive their sins he does this healing he heals them he forgives his sin because that sickness probably was caused because of a sin and by forgiving the sin that opened the door for the healing to take place and for them for the watch people watching world for the pharisees and the leaders who were frowning at the healings that he was doing and for them to know that he has the authority to forgive sins he heals them he heals this man and and he he by that healing he demonstrates that he has a power to forgive sins also they were amazed at this healing and by that they knew that he was someone supernatural he was not like other human beings amen are you getting it this morning amen hallelujah so that people will know that he is the one who has the authority to forgive sins now going on little even further even for john the baptist to know what you know who he was he was doing these signs and wonders and miracles john the baptist was the one who was you know prophesying and who was preaching about the coming of jesus he was saying you know the one who comes after me is greater than me and whose sandals i am unworthy to lose here you know john the baptist knew in the spirit and by the spirit and by the revelation of god that he was the one who was prophesying about the coming messiah but when the messiah came he did not know whether this is a messiah or someone else is is it you or should we wait for someone else that was a doubt that john the baptist himself asked it was not out of disbelief but he wanted to know for sure and in matthew's gospel in chapter number 11 in verses 2 onwards we see when john heard in prison what christ was doing he sent his disciples to ask him are you the one who was to come or should we expect someone else matthew 11:3 Verse 4 Jesus replied go back and report to John what you hear and see the blind receive sight the lame walk those who have leprosy are cured the deaf man hear the dead are raised and the good news is preached to the poor blessed is the one who does not fall away on account of me as John's disciples were leaving Jesus began to speak to the crowd and said what did he go and uh, what did you go out into the desert and see a reed swayed by the wind if not what did you go out and see a man dressed in fine clothes no those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces Then what did he go out to see a prophet yes i tell you and more than a prophet this is the one who about whom it is written i will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you you see jesus is using the prophecy of uh, that was prophet that which was prophesied about john the baptist but when john the baptist disciples came and asked jesus you know 
with the question that John sent them to ask when he was in prison he sent them to ask are you the one or should we expect someone else Jesus said go and report to John what you hear and see what were the people hearing and seeing they were hearing that Jesus was doing miracles they were seeing that Jesus was healing the sick and casting out demons the blind receive sight the lame walk those who are leprosy are cured the deaf hear the dead are raised and the good news is preached to the poor that was the evidence that jesus is a messiah hallelujah how will the people in the world today know that jesus is lord by these signs and wonders and miracles amen hallelujah for people to put their faith in him jesus is doing healing you know he's performing healing miracles and signs and wonders this is a manifestation also of the works of god not only for john the baptist to know and for the disciples to know that he is the he is the messiah but also for the work of god the power of god to be manifested in john's gospel chapter 9 and we read verses 1 to 4 when this blind man you know who was brought to jesus he saw a blind man from birth he was blind from birth in john 9 verse 2 his disciples asked him rabbi who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind neither this man nor his parents sinned said jesus but this happened so that the work of god might be displayed in his life as long as it is day we must do the work of him who sent me night is coming when no one can work while i am in the world i am the light of the world you see this is to manifest the work of god and while it is day we must do his work now it is day the night is at hand There is a time that is coming when the power of God and the work of God cannot be done. The time when the devil will come and take over this world. In the time of the tribulation, when the time of uh, you know the devil's rule, when the time when it is when the kingdom of God has been consummated, then the work of God will not be done in this earth. The people of God will be in the kingdom of God forever and ever. And the kingdom of his God and his father will be the kingdom of Christ. The kingdom of Christ will be the kingdom of God. the kingdom that is in this world will be ushered in into his kingdom for to be his kingdom forever and here it is here the work of god is manifested for people to see and hear and know that he is god and so the manifestation of the works of god why do we need a healing not just because we we want to be healed but we want to be healed so that the work of god will be manifested hallelujah Why do we want to be healed so that the kingdom of God will be revealed to the world? Why do we want to be healed? Why do we want why we want to see healing signs and wonders and miracles so that it's not because we want to have a TV show. You know some people want to have healings and signs and miracles so that they can get a TV show. That will put you on TV, that will take you places, that will buy you an aeroplane if you want to buy one. Hello. Isn't that true? It can. You know when God uses you mightily and crowds of people want to you know be healed and they will come and they will give you more and more money when they when they see uh, healings and signs and wonders wonders and miracles they will bless your ministry and probably it might get you a TV show it might buy you an aeroplane it might get you many things in this world but that's not why we need healing amen we want to see healing so that the work of God will be manifested we want to see healing so that the kingdom of god will be manifested so that people will see that he is the king of kings and the lord of lords hallelujah so that jesus will be visible to the people amen hallelujah where are people going to see jesus they're going to see jesus through your life 
They're going to see Jesus through your life. In your workplace, you see somebody sick and weak. You lay hands on them and, and pray for them and they will recover. And people will know that the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah. They will see the kingdom of God. They will see the demonstration of the kingdom of God. They will see the manifestation of this kingdom. Oh, this is something different from the kingdom of this world. This is something. Di this is someone different from you know the person whom we've seen all this while. Th these are people whom we are seeing, you know, which is very, very unique and very new and very different. We've never seen anything like this. That's what the people said. We've never seen anything like this. He has done remarkable things today. Hallelujah! We want to see remarkable things happening through our lives, through our families, through our homes. You go on to chapter 11 and verse 4 also. Chapter 11 and verse 4. While uh, the news of the death of Lazarus was told to Jesus. This is what he said in John chapter 11 and verse 4. When he heard this Jesus said. This sickness will not end in death. No it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Yes he died. But this sickness will not end in death. It will not end in eternal damnation. It will, not, it, it will not end in eternal death. But here this is for God's glory. So that God's son might be glorified through it. Why do we want to see the dead raised? So that God's son will be glorified. Hallelujah. So that people will you know, stand in awe of who he is. So that they will know it is through the power of God that this has happened. So that they will know that it is Jesus who has the power to do these amazing miracles. But you also see on the other side, the Egyptian magicians were also able to do the same signs and wonders that Moses was doing. You see that? They were also able to imitate the same thing that Moses was doing. And the same way, even the angel of light, you know, which, is the, which are the uh, spirits of darkness, will also be able to do some of these same things that Jesus does. They are these counterfeit miracles that will happen as well. And therefore, you hear many people telling, you know, testimonies probably on TV and many other places. Oh, you know, miracles are happening. You know, amazing things are happening. It's happening through yoga. It's happening through this and that and all kinds of things. They will also be able to experience certain counterfeit miracles. But those will not be permanent. Those will not demonstrate the kingdom of God. Those will not save the soul of those who are experiencing such things. But when Jesus does a miracle, it touches their life and reveals to them who Jesus is. And that will save their soul from eternal damnation in hell. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, some temporary healings and benefits and money and all those things that come and even demons can create them. Demons can give success. Demons can give money. Demons can give, you know, uh, uh, some healings. And, uh, uh, you know, some, through some witchcraft powers, they use one powerful demon to cast out seven other, you know, uh, uh, demons that are sitting, you know, probably more weakened demons. They will use some powerful demons to cast away one. But when, when those go, seven others come. That's what happens. The condition, the latter condition of that man becomes worse than the former. That's what happens when demons are used in demonic forces, you know, are used to perform certain miracles and, and counterfeit, you know, signs and wonders. But when Jesus heals, the person is delivered forever. It's a permanent healing and a permanent deliverance. And also the soul of that person will be saved. That is actually for that man to know that Jesus is a true living God. 
Hallelujah. It is for them to know that he is a way to salvation. And by believing in him, their soul will be saved. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The greatest miracle that can ever happen is the salvation of the soul. For a sinner turns to become a saint, that is the greater, greatest miracle that you can experience in your life. Hallelujah. And so somebody asks you, have you, have you experienced any miracles lately? You can say, my soul has been saved. That's the greatest miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the first miracle. That's the greatest miracle, you know, for a sinner to be saved, to enter into the kingdom of God. And so Jesus goes on to say in John's gospel chapter 4, you know, demonstrating, having demonstrated all these kingdom realities of healing and casting out demons, doing signs and wonders and miracles, Jesus says in John chapter 4, verses 46 to 54, once more he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. You know why he actually did that? Turning water into wine? He didn't do that just to keep the party going. Turn me to chapter 2. John's Gospel, chapter 2, in verse 11, at the end of the passage where Jesus is turning water into wine is recorded in the last part of that story you see in verse 11. This, the first of his miracle signs, Jesus performed at Canaan Galilee. He thus revealed his glory and his disciples put their faith in him. This was our first of the miraculous signs. The miracles serve as signs. Or who Jesus is. A sign is always something that points to something. A sign is something that gives you a direction. You see a signboard on the road that tells you this way you go to Vellore, that way you go to, you know, Tirupati. It gives you a sign. It gives you a signboard. You know, it points you to a destination. That's what a sign is. And the, some people get stuck with the sign. They're only seeking Jesus for the signs, the miracles, the healing, the deliverance, the blessings, the benefits that you can receive by believing in Jesus. Some people get stuck with the signs, but don't get stuck with the signs. You need the signs, but the signs are pointing to something. Are you with me this morning? Hallelujah. That's pointing you to the Messiah, Jesus. Hallelujah. You need the person of Jesus and not just the blessings and the signs that Jesus is doing. Amen. Signs will follow those who believe. You don't follow the signs. Signs will follow. Are you with me? Am I confusing you this morning? Jesus said, this is the first of the signs that Jesus did. And the disciples began to put their faith in him. There were people following him for the miracles. There were people following him for the signs and wonders. There were people following for the good things that they would get from Jesus. And that's how it is today, you know, in the popular Christian culture also. Popular Christianity says, come to Jesus. Come to me, we will do signs and wonders and miracles. Come to me, we will tell about your future. Come to me, you know, we will tell you what good things will happen to you. Come to me, we will give you some benefits. You will get money through us. Come to us. Jesus, we have a Jesus who is there to bless us. That's the popular Christianity that we have today. But the Christianity that Jesus was talking about, the, the religion that Jesus was talking about, the faith that Jesus was talking about was to put their faith in him and come into a relationship with him and follow him all the way and follow his teaching and live according to his word. And the signs were pointing to who he was. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Yes, you will have the benefits of the kingdom. Yes, you will have the blessings of the kingdom. Yes, you will have the realities of the kingdom manifested. But listen to me. That's not the end in itself. It takes you to Jesus. It points you to Jesus. So these were the first of the miracle signs. Come back to now John chapter 4 and verses 46 to 54. Once more he visited Cana and Galilee where he had turned the water into wine. So we saw that. What happened when he turned water into wine? So it's not, that passage was not written for that to be preached in wedding services. You know, some people think that these are wedding service passages. But that, yeah, you can preach a wedding sermon out of that. But that was not written there for wedding sermons. That was to point people to Jesus that he is the Messiah. And so when Mary said, listen to him, she was also pointing to the Messiah. She didn't come about and say, I am the mother. You do what I have to tell you. And she didn't exercise her authority into his domain. That's a domain of the Messiah. That's a domain of the kingdom which he was ushering. That was the domain of the kingship that he was manifesting by doing this miracle. Jesus told, you know, Mary, my time has not come yet. What did she say? Read with me. Read it carefully. Verse 4, chapter 2, John 2, 4. Dear woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my time has not yet come. She went and told him, they have no more wine. While she expected him to do a miracle, he said, woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my time has not yet come. If you say this to your mother, you will have to wear your teeth around your neck. But Jesus said, my time has not yet come. He was ushering in his kingdom. That was showing forth his authority that he is in control of time and space. He was in control of every situation. He was a lord over everything. He was a lord over the water and the wine. He was a lord over the kingdom of this world. And he has come here to usher in the kingdom. That's what he was demonstrating when he said that. He was not disrespectful to his mother. Some people are so angry with Jesus because he, he disrespected his mother. And so they end up lighting more candles. Trying to show that they are more pleasing to the mother. And where did the son come without the mother? And so they want to light more candles so that they will be more showing more respect to mother of Jesus, mother of Jesus than to Jesus himself. And they start worshipping Mother Mary. But in chapter 4, come down to chapter 4, verse 46. Once more, he visited Cana in Galilee where he had turned water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Unless, Jesus said, verse 48, unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe the Samaritans had believed. But then when he came to Galilee, they were not believing him. You know that Samaritan woman, he came to the well and she went and became the first evangelist to Samaria and she brought the whole town to Jesus. The Samaritans believed, but the Jewish people did not believe. And so Jesus was rebuking that and saying, unless you people see signs and wonders and miracles, you will never believe. 
he was not doing signs and wonders and miracles just for him to you know uh, have a, a a kind of a fleshly glory for himself that everybody will be drawn to him that he will have the, be the center of attraction for everybody that he will be the most popular man in town that's not why jesus was doing this miracles but he was doing this to reveal to the people so that they will believe in him and so even today if our generation has to believe that jesus is lord we need to see the demonstration of the power of the holy spirit in signs and wonders and miracles and healing and we need to see that happening that is what the apostles did that's what the disciples continued to do even after jesus left this planet and went back to the father they continued to do healing and signs and wonders and miracles and you see the account of paul you know doing so many miracles why he did all of that so that people will come to believe that jesus is lord they used the miracles to preach the gospel of jesus you will always see an accompanying preaching of the gospel along with the signs and wonders and miracles because that is the reason why healing and miracles were done amen hallelujah you go on to read in you know uh, in verse 48 onwards the royal official said sir come down before my child dies 40 4950 jesus replied you may go your son will live the man took jesus at his word and departed while he was still on the way the servants met him and the news that his boy was living with the news the boy was living when he inquired as to the time when his son got better they said to him the fever left him yesterday at the seventh hour then the father realized that this was the exact time at which jesus had said to him your son will live so he and all his household believed hallelujah somebody shout out believed believe. amen hallelujah so that they will believe in jesus for their salvation of their soul at the same hour it he was healed so it was not just a you know natural healing recovery you know the body itself has some you know uh, capacity to heal itself isn't it you have an immune system and you have you know antibodies uh, you know these things that work against the viruses and all of that and you, you know you, you can you will get healed naturally the ways that you know you have certain uh, uh, you know sicknesses you know you are careful in your life with your diet and exercise and everything and you can bring down your sugar levels you can bring down certain things that you can do there are natural ways of healing yourself you know which god himself has created that this did not happen that way it was the same hour when jesus said he shall live the same hour you know he was healed back home and then he and his all his household began to believe and verse 54 says this was a second miraculous sign that jesus performed having come from judea to galilee miraculous sign again always jesus explaining why he did this miracle there was always a reason why he did a certain miracle and also a reason why the the recording of the gospels were recorded in such a way where the when the holy spirit inspired these writers to put down the material that they carefully investigated and put down the holy spirit led them to uh, you know put these incidents in perspective as not just as isolated incidents of healing here and there but you would always have a teaching going along with those miracles that were happening and the stories that were recorded it will say something amen hallelujah that's why it's good for us to read scriptures together as a whole 
and so this generation will not believe jesus said unless you see signs and wonders and miracles you people see miraculous signs and wonders unless you see miraculous signs and wonders you will never believe and so that's what we need even today and so consequently the main reason for the miraculous healings was not for just for the personal benefit of those who were sick or infirmed while they certainly did benefit from the miracles that jesus did and they were healed from jesus' healing signs this was not just the end in itself but it was the reason why jesus did these miracles was to demonstrate the kingdom of god so that people will put their faith in him that their souls will be saved hallelujah to reveal who he is to reveal who uh, you know uh, they should put their trust in he himself is the messiah it is not john the baptist it is not someone else who is going to come later but he is the messiah this is the one that's why jesus did these miracles signs and wonders while the people who received the healing did benefit they were healed they were set free they experienced miracles but yet this was not just the main reason it was not the end by itself but it was always pointing to who jesus was look at john chapter 5 something interesting verses 3 and 4 some people get very disappointed and very bitter with jesus when a healing doesn't take place or a miracle doesn't happen and they ask the question what is the use of believing in god here's the answer here in verse 3 here a great number of disabled people used to lie the blind the lame the paralyzed in chapter 5 and verse 3 john 5 3 it was at the pool of bethesda around the pool many were lying there but there was one who was there who had been invalid for 38 years was sick was five and jesus was only dealing with this one man that man was healed what about the rest they were not healed in some villages where jesus went it says that he could not do signs and wonders and miracles because of their unbelief because they absolutely deliberately rejected him even for healing sake they didn't come to him because of their unbelief they could jesus could not do miracles and signs and wonders among them herod while he was investigating investigating the case at the trial of jesus he asked aha you are the one who oh, i have heard about you come on perform a miracle did jesus do a miracle for him no So do miracles always happen? Will people will would do people always get healed? Would anybody who believe in Jesus always get healed? No. Can God heal? Yes, he can. Does he have the power? Is it his hill his will to be healed? Must he heal? Can we say Jesus must heal? Amen. Hallelujah. In this situation what he will do is ultimately his 
will because healings are for a purpose hallelujah it demonstrates a kingdom it demonstrates his power it is for his glory it is for prophecies to be fulfilled it points as it works serves as signs pointing to jesus and so will jesus heal always <laughs> yes he can heal always but will he heal in this situation it is his will that you know healing is his will he has the power to heal but in this situation we can only say we don't know amen some people are thinking i think he's saying something against the bible this is the disease of the health and wealth gospel the disease of the health and wealth gospel which says that it is not god's will for you to be sick at all and if you believe you will never be sick which in turn if you actually apply that principle it should lead you to immortality on the earth which means you should never die because everybody who dies finally dies out of a how many ever organs fail finally it is a so is that a sickness yes <laughs> if jesus heals always then nobody should am i right so does he have the power to heal yes he does is it is healing his will yes healing is his will but must he heal we can't command him to heal we can believe for healing we can pray for healing we can activate our faith for god to heal but then it is up to him it is his prerogative to heal in this situation or not if it is will that he will take this person home to be with jesus with him forever it is his will that he will do that hallelujah and that's not a bad thing for a believer that's not a bad thing for a believer i said that's not a bad thing for a believer hallelujah if jesus will not heal and take them home to be with jesus with him in heaven that's not a bad thing for a child of god hallelujah praise the lord so that helps us to have it clear in our minds that the next time you don't see a miracle the next time you don't see an healing you don't get mad at god hallelujah he is sovereign Amen. Hallelujah. The disease of the health and wealth gospel is that the health and wealth gospel says that a believer can never be sick. And if you are sick it is not God's will at all. Well, Job felt sick. It was under his permissive will. He permitted it. He permitted for Job to be ill he allowed the devil to touch job but that was for a purpose and did job get healed talks about a double blessing 
Hallelujah. You see, God does things for his purpose, for his work to be fulfilled, for his kingdom to be manifested, for his work to be done, for his glory, for people to come to know him. And so even some of the trials that we go through, some of the sicknesses, some of the you know hardships, some of the losses that we experience in our life are all for his glory. So that by the miracles that he will do in our lives, his name will be glorified. That people will come to know that he is the king. That this is his kingdom power that is at work. But even if he does not, his kingdom is still built through that hallelujah john the baptist was beheaded when jesus was in the same place when jesus was alive physically there <laughs> john the baptist was beheaded but that was god's plan are you getting it amen hallelujah so the greater thing is a kingdom of god and not the healing the healing is something that demonstrates the kingdom of god so let's get this understanding with proper balance so that let's not think that oh healing will not happen to me <laughs> let's not lose faith in god but at the same time let's not live with some kind of a false teaching that says if you are a believer you will never fall sick and it's never god's will if you are sick it's not god's will at all as never let's never imagine that you know if i don't get healed it doesn't it doesn't mean that my faith is wrong or i don't have faith some people will throw all kinds of accusation if your sickness doesn't get healed they will say oh maybe you don't have faith come on brother you need to believe that might be true sometimes maybe it's because of a lack of faith a person is not getting healed but just because they don't get healed it doesn't mean that the person does not believe in Jesus hallelujah amen jesus will heal jesus can heal but there are times when he may not but that is all for his glory and according to his purpose amen hallelujah and so let's have this clear understanding in our minds again we stress the truth and the reality of healing which is a demonstration of the power of god amen healing is a demonstration of the power of god and we must expect healing we must believe for healing we must pray for healing and we will see healings happen and we've already experienced in many of our lives itself haven't we amen praise the lord how many of us have survived through many kinds of sicknesses and diseases where we thought this is the end so many times the you know the reports were saying things that were very dangerous very scary but then god turned it around and we have survived we are healed praise the lord sometimes through medication sometimes through treatments sometimes even without them hallelujah praise god for that and god will continue to do that hallelujah he's faithful he does not change he does miracles you know even today he did it in the past he will do it even now he will do it even in the future that's why we continue to believe in jesus for healing and miracles amen praise the lord but even if he does not we will not lose heart hallelujah for some reason for his purpose for his glory for his name say he does not do it we will not stop believing in him hallelujah that's why you see a lot of people turning away from jesus when they don't see a miracle when they don't see a good thing happening their way they say what's the point of believing in him 
because they've not understood why these things were done in the first place why these things jesus did in the first place that is not understood what is the purpose of these miracles because they have not been understood rightly from scriptures they lose hope when the miracle does not happen hallelujah and so for a believer even after you've prayed even after you've believed and a miracle does not happen it is not a failure hallelujah it is not a defeat because for a child of god this earth is not your home you're only passing through hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord some go early some go late that's all is the difference ultimately we all go to the same place amen praise the lord and so even if a miracle does not happen and even though you know as it is usually said you know in a little mocking way you know uh, operation was successful the patient <laughs> died <laughs> but even though that may be true it still is a success for a child of god because he has run his race well and he believed till the very end and he has gone on to eternity hallelujah he has finished well if he died in christ he has finished well and when jesus comes the dead in christ will rise first and we who are alive on that day if we are alive we will be caught up in the midair along with jesus to be with him amen so we have this blessed hope with which we live and we don't live for the sake of the material things of this world and we don't believe in jesus for the sake of the material benefits that we can get oh jesus healing miracle can be cheaper than going to doctors so let me get healed and believe in jesus scans and operations are too expensive for me and so let me go to a healing meeting and be healed no that's not why we believe in healing are you with me this morning hallelujah praise the lord so the reality of the kingdom is demonstrated through these healings and these healings only took place when it was necessary and to further the message of jesus about the kingdom of god otherwise healing miracles were not necessary amen hallelujah and so the good news to us this morning is that you and i have the same authority to do the things that jesus did how many of us want to want to experience that authority you want to exercise that authority that jesus had in mark's gospel chapter 16 and let's read verses 17 and 18 and these signs will accompany those who believe mark 16 17 18 these signs will accompany those who believe we are not going after the signs and living for the signs but the signs are going to follow you will believe for those who believe these signs will accompany in my name they will drive out demons they will speak in new tongues they will pick up snakes with their hands and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them at all they will place their hands on sick people and they will get well hallelujah when you place hands on sick people they will get well hallelujah and also go on to read in verse 20 then the disciples went out and preached everywhere and the lord worked with them and confirmed his words with the signs that accompanied 
it hallelujah the signs and wonders accompanied the preaching of the gospel and to validate the preaching of the gospel and to validate the truth and for people to put their faith in the truth of the gospel to believe in the name of jesus for the salvation of their souls signs and wonders accompanied jesus worked with them with the disciples even after he ascended back into heaven the lord continued to work work with them and 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 confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied and so let's believe on the lord that the lord will use you and me for to do signs and wonders and miracles no not for fame or name not for money not for greatness not for self you know esteem or anything like that not to say that i'm also now on par with others who do these kinds of things for some people it's it's a big race you know in the christian ministry field because some others are doing these signs and wonders and miracles and so they are being very popularly used by god and they are on high demand they also want to be that kind and so they are praying lord make me like benny hin no you'll never become like benny hin you will be you amen hallelujah but why do we need god to use us not to become like someone else but for god to use us so that we will touch many lives so that we will demonstrate the kingdom of god so that we will bring many people into the kingdom of god that's why we want god to use us with signs and wonders and miracles hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah so ask the lord this morning lord use me with signs and wonders and miracles help me to lay hands on the sick and let them recover so that they will put their trust in you so they will begin to believe in you so that they and their household will be saved hallelujah that's why god allows miracles to happen that's why god allows his power to be manifested so that people will know who god is hallelujah amen that's why you and i are in this world that's why you and i are empowered by the holy spirit to demonstrate the kingdom of god in this world so that people will see and believe so that people will know and believe so that people will hear and believe amen hallelujah praise the lord we want to see the things that jesus did once again amen let's lift up our voices and pray and thank god for these things that god has helped us to learn and understand this morning let's continue to believe in the lord for healing and miracles this morning hallelujah praise the lord thank you jesus Hallelujah shall we just lift up our voices and praise him for the his healing in this room this morning amen hallelujah do you believe that that same jesus that was who was present with the disciples that same jesus who was walking down in galilee hallelujah that same jesus who was doing signs and wonders and miracles is even here this morning and who's well able to do it for us He's able to do it in your life is able to do it for someone in your home and your family he's able to do it for someone in your your loved one hallelujah is back home hallelujah in the name of jesus oh hallelujah manifest your glory manifest your power that people around will see and know that you are the true living god that they will know that this is the kingdom of god let the power of the kingdom be manifested oh hallelujah like never before in the name of jesus in the name of jesus we want 
see the manifestation of the power of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. Oh glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Praise you Lord. Praise you Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. Come on, let's just lift our voices and, and thank the Lord this for the word of God that is awesome and powerful. Hallelujah. When we move in the in the gifts of the spirit with the right understanding of the word of God, then we will be clear on what we are doing. And even if something hap- doesn't happen or happens, we will know what's happening. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord right now to empower you and fill you with the Spirit that God will use you mightily. Oh, in my, Lord, in my office, in my college, in my school, in my neighborhood. Lord, I want to see the mighty manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Touch me, Lord. Hallelujah. Give your hand in the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. Give your hands in the hand of the Lord and say, Lord, take my hands and use me. Take my hands and use me. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give the Lord a shout of praise this morning because the Lord is ready to empower you and use you for his glory so that his kingdom will be established, so that his kingdom will progress, so that his message will be preached everywhere. Hallelujah. Through signs and wonders that will follow. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.